0: Start out singing this chorus. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Jesus is the sweetest name I know, and He's just the same as His loving name, and that's the reason why I love Him so. Is the sweetest name I know, and he's just the same as his loving name, and that's the reason why I love him so. Oh, Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Okay, higher ground. There's a verse up there. I press on toward. The goal to win the prize in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3.14. I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on the upward way. New heights I'm gaining every day. Still praying as I onward bound. Lord, plant. On books, on Jordan's stormy banks, I stand. That promise made on Jordan. first, on there, Laura, okay, brother, Thomas,
1: good evening, oh, y'all can do better than that, good evening, there you are, now you're awake, you had your naps this afternoon, so you should be ready to roll, right, <laughs> hopefully, everybody had their naps today. So, unless you got caught watching the football games. But anyway, um, again, I want to thank Mac for the privilege of letting me uh, bring tonight's message to you. Uh, I want to kind of pick up. Uh, I really had, didn't plan on doing this tonight, but something told me, I guess the Holy Spirit told me that, uh, hey, you need to pick up or end tonight with this message. And it kind of piggybacks off this morning's message. If you were here this morning, you heard about what we talked about about um, being a living sacrifice. Talking about Romans twelve one and two, being a living sacrifice and not com- uh, compromising with sin or conforming to sin. So tonight we're going to be in First John. I want to read a couple passages to you in First John and kind of piggyback off what we talked about this morning. Um, but this is uh, to me another important passage of Scripture. And I know John is talking um, to the Jews here, and, but it's the message that we can all partake. We can all, um, we can all, you know, get something out of it. But 1 John chapter 1, we're only going to read starting in verse 5, 5 through 7. It says, This is the message we have heard from him and declared to you, God is light. And there is absolutely no darkness in him. If we say we have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in darkness, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. If we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Heavenly Father, in the next few moments as we break bread together in fellowship and diving of your word. God, I just ask that you once again would open up our hearts and that, Father, that we would see the truth of your word here. And that, Father, that as our eyes are open that we would take these truths and we apply them to our lives. Father, I'm asking you to get increased right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So in a nutshell, we can really quick see if you if your Bibles have a little uh, subtitles that says fellowship with God. But I believe there's a little bit more than fellowship with God here that's going on. It starts off in verse five. This is the message we have heard. But what exactly is that message? Now, if you're looking at your subtitle, you say, well, the message is fellowship with God. But I think there's something here that God is trying to get us to see. In verse 5 it says, this is the message that we have heard from him and declare to you, God is light. And because there is light, there is absolutely no darkness in him. God right here is making a statement. He is saying, listen, I am light. And because I am light, there is no darkness in me. Whatever I can't even fellowship with darkness like we, I talked about this morning. You know, God is so holy that he can't be around sin. But it's because of the blood, it's because of the righteousness that we can have fellowship with him. Here's this same thing. God is light, and there is no darkness in him. In fact, in uh, John, the Apostle John, chapter 1, uh, it talks about in uh, John 1, 4, it said, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. That light shines in darkness, and yet the darkness does not overcome it you know that's one of my great one of the the, my favorite illustrations that i've done and i've done this with the students is have a dark room and take the tiniest of light and turn it on and what what do you see you see that light right it doesn't matter how far you are you can be clear across the room you can be whatever you can see that light and as that light gets bigger you take a bigger light hey guess what But as the light comes on, what happens to the darkness? It goes bye bye. It runs away from it. Because darkness cannot comprehend the light, darkness cannot overcome the light. What's the message we're looking at? God is light. And there is absolutely no darkness, none whatsoever. Can you imagine light or darkness being with God? Verse 6, it says, if we say we have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in the darkness, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. If we say we have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in darkness, we are lying and the truth is not in us. How many of you times have you seen, yeah, I go to church, yeah, I do this, yeah, I read my Bible... But then turn around, and they're living exactly opposite of what the Bible says. Yeah, I go to church, I'm fellowship with the light. But their actions say otherwise. If we say we have fellowship with him, and yet we walk in the darkness, we are lying and are not practicing the truth. As Christians... Besides having a relationship with Jesus, our main goal should be displaying the truth of Jesus Christ in our lives by everything we say, by everything we do. You know, this morning I said, we need to be pleasing to God. Have you ever thought that? You know, pleasing God is being truthful, even sometimes when it hurts. But if we say we have fellowship, but then we go and do the works of the darkness then we're actually lying and it says here the truth is not even in us but in verse seven it says if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all from all sin if we walk in the light who's the light God's the light but if we walk in the light because He himself is the light. We not only have fellowship with him, but we have fellowship with other believers in Jesus Christ. We have fellowship with one another. You know what that also is saying? There's unity among the brethren. When we walk in the light. Because that's where we're supposed to be. That's where our life should be lined up. And the one thing about this morning I said is oftentimes we compromise with sin. Well, you guess what? We can't compromise with sin... Or the world, if we're walking in the light, if we're walking on the straight and narrow, if we're walking straight toward Jesus, if we're if we're doing everything He says, we're walking with and we're being a living sacrifice, and we are doing everything we can that pleases God. There's not going to be no darkness. The truth's going to be in us in everything we say and do, and there's no way that we can compromise because we're going to be staying the course. But another thing I like about this says, if we walk in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. But then it adds this last phrase, and I think we miss something oftentimes. It says, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Now again, in my studies, I pay attention to words as I study the Scripture, I pay attention. I pay attention to what what tense they're in. Well, this word cleanses is not in a past tense. It's not in a future tense. It's an ongoing deal. It's happening all the time. And the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin as we walk in the light because He is in the light. Not only are we spending time with Jesus, not only are we spending time with other believers in Christ, but is that we are being cleansed continually through the blood of Jesus Christ. I look at it as another way of constantly being made right with God. Some people are like, we we can't fathom righteousness. I can't fathom righteousness being applied to my life, being applied to my account when I get a Christian. But I think this is the simplest way, simplest form of how we understand it. When we walk with Jesus, when we talk with Jesus, just like how I explained this morning when Samuel and God, they were conversing, like God was right there with him. And that's God's uh, plan for us today through the power of the Holy Spirit. We should be having a conversation with the Holy Spirit and with God every moment of the day as we're walking and talking. And as we fellowship, as we walk in the light, as we have that relationship with Jesus, we become unified with Christ, but it also unifies us with other believers. And we get to have fellowship with one another. But during all this, we see the process of righteousness being worked out in our life. Because it says, in the blood of Jesus, cleanses us. It's an ongoing thing. Cleanses us from all sin. I don't know about you but that gets me excited so what's the message what's the message that we should be proclaiming each and every day of our life because honestly church I know I've said this before the world's getting gloriously dark and, and I know we all know we all know how it's supposed to end But I know one thing it doesn't mean that we throw up our hands and quit it doesn't mean we throw our hands and stop and say okay God come get me okay God you can take us okay God I'm done no as Paul says if you're still living and breathing you keep running that race you know there's only two things that stop you either God calls you home or the church is gone Until then, keep going. Until then, keep taking the message to everyone that needs to hear it. Keep spreading the message. God is light. There is so much darkness. There's so much evil plaguing our world today that I'm beginning to see more and more people want to see light. And when light is exposed through our lives, when we finally wake up and say, Okay, God, I'm going to be a living sacrifice for you. I'm going to do what pleases you today. I'm going to walk in the light. I'm going to be the light. You know, with the Holy Spirit living in us, the light is in us. So we are to shine that light. You know, another passage in Matthew says, you know, let your light shine before all men so that they may see your good works and glorify the God father but too many times we do what the following verse says we hide that light we put it under a bushel oh look at that pretty blue I don't don't want nobody to touch this light it's just me no supposed to let it shine for all to see the glory of God is not supposed to be kept in our own personal life, is supposed to be shown throughout everyone. Like I said, it's not about us. It's about God. It's all about what Jesus did on the cross. It's all about sacrifice. It's not what I've done. It's not what you've done. But it's all about Jesus. And the quicker we can get to be able to say, wake up, say, God, it's not about me. It's all about you. Boy, the quicker that light's going to burst forth. The quicker that light's going to shine. The quicker people are going to start seeing. Wait a minute. You got a smile on your face. Something bad just happened. How do you explain that? Jesus we should be as Christians should be the happiest people on the face of this planet why well several answers but one word comes to my mind and that's hope There's a lot of people that's dying in this world. They have no hope. While we as Christians, we're cruising right along. We're living like we don't have hope. But reality, we do have hope. Because when we leave this earth, we get to spend eternity in heaven. But what about your neighbor? Do they have hope? Do they have the same light that's within you? Are they carrying out the same message that you're carrying? Or have you been hiding that message? Church, I believe it's now than ever that we stand up We go out behind and beside, outside these walls. And we start carrying this message just like the apostles did. We carry the message everywhere we go. We wake up with the message. We wake up and hit our face and say, God, I'm going to be a living sacrifice today. I'm not compromising the sin today. And God, everything I say and do, I want to please you. I don't know about you, but, you know... Thinking about those words being pleasing to God, and it just does something to me. You understand that we're talking about God, the creator of this universe, right? How many of you know that God's a big God? How many of you know that God created the whole entire universe? How many of you know that God created everything beyond the universe? How many of you know that God spoke it and it came to being? But how many of you know that also this same God loved you enough to send his son Jesus to die for you? Why? So he could have a relationship with you. He wants a relationship with you. And in turn, you know what He asks you to do? Go tell others. Let your light shine. Walk in the truth. Don't compromise. Don't say one thing and do another. Stand for God. Live for truth. And let your light shine shine to all men so that they may see your good works and glorify our heavenly Father so not only are we pleasing God when we do this but others are glorifying God in the process you see how that domino effect goes so we got a new week this week tomorrow was Monday you have a chance to wake up tomorrow and say God I want to please you it's not about me I want to do everything that you want me to do that brings you honor and brings you glory can you do that? God I want to walk in the light because that's where you are I want to have fellowship with my brothers and sisters because that's what you ask and it brings unity and Father I want the continual cleansing from your blood that was shed for me by your son Jesus it's a win-win situation the way I look at it So what's it going to be? I pray that each and every one of us will say, God, no more. I'm done compromising with sin. I want to be a living sacrifice to you that's holy, acceptable, and pleasing to you. And, which is our truest form of worship. And it pleases. God I don't know about you but like I said every time I say that to know that I am doing something that pleases our heavenly father just wants to make me go out and do more to please him and the world needs more of those people to go out and please our heavenly father Father God, thank you for this day you've given to us. Thank you for the opportunity, Father, just to share your word. But Father, this is your word. This isn't mine. This is not something I've drummed up. But this is your very word. And God, I pray that this truth that we heard penetrated each and every heart in here. Father, it's time to understand that, Father, the message is you are light. And because you are light, there's no darkness in you. And so, Father, it is our aim to live a life without darkness, but totally engaged with the light. Father, through the power of the Holy Spirit that light is in us. And Father, every day we should each make it our aim to get up and say, God, I want to live for you today. God, I want to be a living sacrifice today. Father, I don't want to compromise with the world. God, I want to do everything you can or I can to please you in every word I say, in every action I do, in every reaction. Father, I want to make it to my aim. That not to keep the light within me, but Father, to shine it for all to see. Father, because there's hope in that light. There's hope in salvation. There's hope in eternity, Father. That we'll be able to spend forever with you. Father, it's time as a church that we get out of these walls, that we get into our communities. And Father, that no matter how much it takes, that Father, we let our lights shine in our communities, in our neighborhoods, in our schools, wherever we get a chance to shine them. So, God, I'm asking you to do only what you can do. Stir our hearts to be the lights that we've called us to be and that everything we say and do be pleasing to you. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, amen. Amen. Pastor? Yes? No, but I did see that. Uh, for those you didn't know, um, I just noticed on Facebook, and I meant to say something. Um, Stephanie Eekley um, father-in-law, they did she, uh, he did pass away. Roy singer did pass away, I guess earlier this afternoon. So please, please, please be in prayer for um, Roy and Stephanie and the remaining family. So anybody else have any other announcements? You got a bulletin? you know how to read, right? (laughs) Read the bulletin, catch up on the announcements. I know we got some things coming up, um, but uh, read the bulletin. If you have any questions, we're here for y'all. We love y'all. Y'all are dismissed.